The following program is hosted by immature, irreverent, obnoxious, and often disgusting young men. Listener discretion is advised. This time on Nude Clan, we're going to destroy all the humans. Shall we play again? Welcome to another episode yeah. of Nude Clan Gaming. I am your beloved host, Caleb Schweiss. <laughs> I'm your hated host, apparently, Joseph Egolier. I'm Caleb Craig. Just I'm neutral. just the other guy. <laughs> and today, me and the other guy are reviewing Destroy All Humans, oh, um, nice. a game that we beat very quickly uh, to get this review out to you guys before we go on our trip so that while we're grinding away on the mountainside, you can grind away to the sweet sound of our voices. Yeah. Would you guys beat it in like a day? Uh, two days, actually. <laughs> <laughs> two days. <laughs> it was pretty fucking fast. Uh, it might have been about three, but I, I only did... Um, well, I did a little bit each day. So, All right. So if you're new to the show, you got to stay tuned for that. Our review is in the middle of the show. Basically. Yes, it is. Um, but before we get to that, some real quick plugs. You can go to Facebook.com slash Nude Clan Podcast. That's new spelled N-A-W-D. You can watch us stream the games on Twitch sometimes. Twitch.tv slash Nude Clan For some gaming. reason, we have Kermit at the table. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, That's what we're going to do. That's all I got. Okay. Uh, you can uh, tweet me at UFF Podcast. You can tweet me at Joseph Gullier. Me at Obsidian Bar. Me at Nude Clan Cam. <laughs> and what's funny about this paper that has all the uh, that has all the plugs on it? Mm-hmm. There are two at Obsidian Bars on the page for some fucking reason. You're the one who wrote it. No, he isn't. I am not the one. No, who it's wrote really it. strange to me. You're holding a piece of paper that who has wrote a dick then? on it. That's strange. Well, wow. that's because he didn't write it. That's why there's no dick. <laughs> well, I didn't write it. I wrote it. Jesus. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> and the last place you can contact us for now is nudeclanpodcast at gmail.com in case any of those things don't right. work. We and, are uh, working on a new website and by working I mean putting the ribbon on top essentially at mm-hmm. this point. Um, it's going to have all of our other shows. We've got Ultima Final Fantasy uh, Super Sexy, uh, Godzilla Podcast, even even Getting Fat an old favorite of some. No, no, no. Not The Getting Fat is not the surprise. The pseudo intellectuals book club <laughs> available for the first <laughs> time online. On the, it's not for the first time. We had it on for a couple. Well, months we did, but I'm itself. saying like now. Yeah, yeah. After after it died. Yeah, yeah it's it's back. Post mortem. So uh, <laughs> how back is it back? Is it back? Oh yeah. No, we're not paying for it back. Back. Um, we don't know anything about it being back. Oh yeah. Right. Uh, we pulled the Libsyn funding for it forever ago because it was <laughs> it was just stagnant, dude. Yeah, so that site is going to be fucking awesome. So stay tuned for that. I think in about three weeks, but we'll see as 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 time goes on. As 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 but, uh, as 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 moving on from the baby talk. What has everybody been playing this week? 
Well, Schweiss, I've been playing Final Fantasy X-2 Last Mission exclusively. Oh, you have? Wow. <laughs> uh, and I so did... dedicated. Uh, I may have a game to add to the hogs. Oh, oh shit. Nice. Uh, Caleb Craig? Not yet, Caleb. I know. Okay, don't tell me. Well, Go since ahead. there's only been like two days since like our last podcast, uh, <laughs> um, I have not beaten anything, but I have been playing uh, the new Doom and also side by side the original Doom. Oh, wow. Yeah, I picked that like up on the... Steam for the Steam sale. How does it so it's uh, the new to the old. It's really odd playing them side by side, honestly. Like, you can. Uh, You're talking like at the same time, like two <laughs> controllers? Or? No, I mean, Dude, like. They match up perfectly. Uh, so, <laughs> so, I've been playing a little bit of the, the old Doom. You know, I beat the first, like, section of it out of, like, the four that there are. And then, um, I've been playing, I'm, like, halfway through the, the new Doom. And just like the comparisons, like you can see, like the like the what they look like pixelized in the old Doom, and then like looking at them in the newer versions of the in the new Doom, it's like whoa, yeah, <laughs> they look the same, but it's like more detail. <laughs> One looks like you put on glasses, yeah, after years of <laughs> yeah, just going, being... just going for it. Although I I uh, really like the greatness of the shotgun and the original dude oh, just yeah. being able to snipe anything <laughs> from like forever away and then, another and then it dying oh it's yeah, another beautiful. feature that you probably liked is not having to aim i'm pretty yeah. sure that helped you a lot. yeah like fucking being able to shoot dudes that are like way above you even though <laughs> yeah. it's like it's as long as it's not. on the screen you I mean i just it. have to point in their general direction yeah and you just use your uh <laughs> your three gauge shotgun shells <laughs> fucking three giant bbs in this container like one <laughs> shot yeah it's fantastic <laughs> i love it yeah uh that's pretty cool that's mm. awesome that you're playing the original that's uh yeah that's a goodie what about you cameron well i have been playing of course some of the new doom just getting a feel for it haven't jumped into it both with both legs yet um i've recently um just purchased for the first time but not the first time playing it stars battlefront oh nice and i have that's been right. really enjoying that we need to do that again oh so yeah, sometime after i guess this long ass trip we're gonna come back and do something with video games i mean that's what we do right yeah um, <laughs> I, I think we can knock out some of those uh some of those missions that we were working on um I, we need to do them for your profile too yeah uh, so we've basically on his profile almost five starred all of those missions is it five stars yeah it is okay and now we just have to do the same for me but <laughs> once you do it once it's kind of like <sighs> yeah um i think if we go online we might actually they might actually stack um in a good way to where if we get a five star on mine yeah, so we can find Tommy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on it. Since we're not on the same console, um, it should work. And if it doesn't, it's got some major fucking problems. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll look into it. I've also I've played and beat, you know, um, Destroy All Humans, and shamefully, I've also played Destroy All Humans: Path of the Furon. How is that one so far? <laughs> <laughs> Light years ahead. Really? Well, it's Xbox Xbox 360. I don't know when in the line. I mean, it looks like it was made off the same engine, but some of the mechanics just are so much smoother. Oh, okay, because that yeah. game has like a 37 on Metacritic. And, uh, <laughs> the one we played does not. Well, it is heavily themed, and it was kind of annoying, but the mechanics were better. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Um, I have been playing. I haven't touched Rocksmith. I haven't had time because I had to beat uh, oh, yeah, Destroy All Humans. I've been playing that, too. Good, good. You got to start. Uh, once I get back into it, I'm just going to play Hang Harry Teen for the next uh, three weeks. That's it. <laughs> That's the only fucking song I'll play. Yeah. Um, Have you we- given up on your dream of playing the guitar? 
No, I just have given up on everything that's not last <laughs> mission and uh, destroy <laughs> He's all given humans. up everything. It's um, done. So, uh, yeah, Final Fantasy ten two last mission. Played that to completion for Ultimate Final Fantasy. Um, destroy all humans. Played that to completion um, for this show. And... I did play a little bit of the new Doom uh, for the Steam Summer Sale. I had to. I was like tactically selling my extra cards to buy uh, Doom cards, so I needed to play Doom enough to get the three card drops or four or five or whatever, however mm-hmm. many card drops. So I knew which ones I needed to buy. So I had to throw that in, even though I was like nuts deep and everything else that uh, has been going on. So I played that for a little bit and. I think that's about it for the last uh, two days of my life. Um, All right. Well, assuming that some of us may have beaten a game, let's let's get to the hog status. All right. So, did anybody beat a game this week? I uh, did. Uh, nice. <laughs> what game was that? Destroy all humans. Destroy all humans. Way to go, Cameron. Caleb. Um, I beat destroy all humans. As well as Final Fantasy X-2 Last Mission. Oh, nice. It appears that uh, I'm catching up to a certain somebody on um, this here. You are, in fact, caught up. Oh, caught up. for long. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. All right. So that uh, means that you two, Schweiss and Craig. Well, what about you, Schweiss, though? You beat the game. Craig, Craig. I already put, I, I beat Last Mission as well. Okay. Sorry. Okay. I, we were talking about it through our other podcast. I know. So just, I just, assumed, just a little bit ago. <laughs> I assumed. Um, so Caleb Craig is at 16. Yep. Caleb Schweiss is also at 16. Yes. I am at 11. And Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> I was at seven, God damn it. seven games beaten this year. So, guys, some of you have filled out your super hog status list or have just tweeted me your hog status number. Uh, so, for the month of June, are you ready for the hog status rankings? Let's see it. Our number one, Hog King, before yes. we make some small changes to the hog, super hog status Thank list, you. which uh, there was a small oversight. So once we get the new small website oversight. up, there will be also uh, slight changes in the hog status list. So I'm sorry for the inconveniences. This is a this is a system that has to be Fuck you. that has to be streamlined. It's a living and fixed. document. Craig. It's a living document. <laughs> no, no. Caleb only Craig done to hurt for me. the month of June. <laughs> His <laughs> super hog status number is 1530. Yeah. I would like to say now many of those were he read comic books and I think the comic book number is just too high um, for a comic book. Now there's a difference between graphic novels, omnibuses and comic books and we will address that soon um so now he's still not going to lose that many points because most of these points come from owning a shitload of comic books which uh that's not going to change how many he (laughs) fucking owns so 1530 comic books in second place for super hogs and he also had a hog status number of 16 nude hog status number 16 second place for super hog is me (laughs) With 730 points. 
largely from hiking on the Bonneville Trail, and I did track that stuff on my fitness pal, so I had the amount of minutes down. Oh, nice. So in the in the section where it said, how many minutes did you exercise this year so far, I was able to actually fill that out. And so that gave me a <laughs> shitload of points. Um, and also, I owned like 200-something movies, um, so that helped a lot as well. So I'm at 730. In third place, we have a listener, Danny eight three two 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 super hog 720 points he's pretty close to me and his hog is at four so four games beaten 720 points after that uh our last person who sent us in super hog points uh metunica is at 375 uh with his nude uh clan hog points at three and jacob wright only send us how many games he beat this year which was 16 so way to go guys thank you for sending us your hog points caleb craig in the super hog yeah. is hog supreme. I did do a tentative uh, hog count. I counted up everything real quick. Uh, no exercise. I'm not going to count that. I have no idea how much I've done. I go on walks I still haven't counted my books. Um, but I'm sitting at 510 right now. Oh, okay. I'm going to redo right. everything, though, and make sure I count all of my all stuff. Right. I, the idea of inventorying my home is just not a, an appealing one. So, But you got like four <laughs> bookshelves in here. You don't, I don't have to, care. You don't have to dig into storage. Thank I don't God care. for you. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't counted my books because of that, and I got a shitload of books, so I'm ready for those points. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so thank you guys for sending us in your hog status numbers. Caleb Craig is hog supreme and three people, yes. uh, are tied for the nude clan hog for junior and hog. three of them are hosts for our shows. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jacob Wright being the, uh, the outsider on this one. All right. Um, so way to go, Jacob Wright. Um, okay. Well, guys, shall we get to our review of Destroy All Humans? Let's do it. Sunning, it's so good for you. Let's go sunning, need the sky. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt this program to bring you breaking news from the observatory at Rockwell. I, in over 20 years of broadcasting, I'm at a loss for words. I can only describe what I'm seeing as not from this earth. Something is emerging out of the spacecraft. It's raising its hand, perhaps... A sign of peace! No! We are under attack! Ladies and gentlemen, due to technical difficulties, we are unable to continue the broadcast from the Rockwell Observatory. Pathetic humans. Destroy All Humans is an action-adventure title released by the now-defunct Pandemic Studios. You may remember Pandemic from popular titles such as the first 
two Star Wars Battlefront games and ah. the Mercenaries series. Um, oh, you can man. definitely see that while playing this game. That's This is the kind of game they want to make. The game was released for the PlayStation 2 and Xbox on the 21st of June in 2005. Now, the game's story or uh, events take place in the year of 1959 in USA and features... Uh, very technologically advanced race of aliens known as Furons. We start things off with the flying saucer investigating Earth, who happens to be right above a uh, nuclear missile launch. Well, hey, what's that right there? <laughs> yeah, uh, not a good plan there. Uh, maybe not as advanced as we think, now that I think <laughs> of it. Um, it launches it just overhead, and Cryptosporidium, the name of the alien 136, is captured by the U.S. Army. The game is then set up as sort of a rescue mission, and an attempt to collect human DNA. Apparently some really horny uh, Furons back in the day, thousands of years ago, visited uh, Earth uh, for shore leave is what they called it. Oh, man. Uh, following an epic war with Mars. Um, so so yeah. they destroyed Mars, then they go to uh, shore leave on Earth for yeah. a long time. And it mentions the word nubile inhabitants. Oh, yes. And uh, they pork <laughs> it up. So basically you're hunting their DNA because there's a small, pure chunk of uh, furon DNA left within the humans, and due to nuclear warfare with many other planets, uh, the furons have lost their genitalia over the years, <laughs> and their leader, Orthopox, has to resort to the ever-degenerating clones to do his bidding. So no one can reproduce they just have to keep using <laughs> clones that get worse and worse as time goes on oh dear god and, and it's really funny in yeah, the game when you die yeah you come back as the next clone up yeah you come back as like the next number it's <laughs> like instead of are you on? i'm like 146 or something like that <laughs> i think i'm like 150 yeah it's, it's cool i think that's an awesome idea it's like cryptosporidium 150 has been born <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool stuff like that. So during the game, all of crypto's various crimes are covered up by the mainstream media who blame everything either on freak accidents, such as like a, a loose wire or <laughs> freaking communism, which is hilarious. Uh, this game reeks Red scare. Yeah, it's a giant reference to the pop culture and politics of the late 50s, though the technology that everyone has running around is way superior <laughs> to shit that was around then and even now as far as some of the weaponry goes. <laughs> I feel like, though, some of the ideas that they were portraying in the game are very strongly liberal. They're very sarcastic of the conservative side. Yeah, they are. There's one part where uh, once they got the... Once they got the uh, mind control devices <laughs> taken care of, they're like, in unrelated news, uh, the county is now voting purely Republican. No, it was it was um, the mind control diners. And yeah, were, the diners. They were they were poisoning the food to make people more irritable, more suspicious of uh, suspicious of outsiders. And as a side benefit that they liked was they all voted Republican. Yeah. <laughs> so it is uh, it is a nice bash on that, and it's uh, it's pretty comical. Um, so throughout the game, you're armed with multiple weapons, including an anal probe gun, a zapomatic, which you uh, basically shock people, a disintegrator ray, and an ion detonator. There are also missions and parts of missions where you get to fly around in your saucer, which of course has to be equipped with groundbreaking 
devastation as well. You get a death ray, which is just like it sounds, just a beam of flame from the sky. An abducto beam, which is hilarious. You can pick <laughs> shit up and just toss it. I just was picking the, dudes the up little and throwing them. And just throw that yeah, you like town. spin it around. And it just gets faster <laughs> and builds up momentum. And uh, sonic boom, which kind of displaces everything. And then the quantum destructor, which just fucking obliterates anything it touches uh it's the last upgrade you get for your saucer and yeah that's the that's the game i mean you you basically go in and you just destroy all humans so yeah you destroy (laughs) all humans you progress through the storyline there's some plot twists that were obvious if you do the fucking mind read thing (laughs) yeah and then i guess yeah it's just a it's a really fun game lots of comedy um infuriating mechanics sometimes but we'll get into that okay story guys what do you guys think of the story uh you go ahead cameron story wise so furon you get sent to earth is that better for you joe uh, this, it's the this gusto. Movement means, <laughs> this movement means diaphragm. Diaphragm. <laughs> diaphragm. So, alien species, you go to Earth, you need to find your brother because you're really mad about that while collecting DNA so you can upgrade stuff because you need the DNA to right. upgrade your shit. And then, just as the story progresses, it's kind of mind-numbing how stupid some of the story missions are. And there was an obvious plot twist at the end. So, story-wise... Um, I will give them points for being original, creative for their story, points for being funny most of the time. Points. But then <laughs> I have to take away... 50 points for Gryffindor. For just how repetitive and just... It just didn't, doesn't feel like a full rounded out story to me. I don't know about you, but I'm going to give it a six yeah. out of... Six out of ten. Six out of ten. <laughs> Six out of eight. Um, the two last two just don't, they don't even count. Um, all right, so the story in this game, I didn't mind. Uh, it is kind of loose. I mean, basically, you're just going through and trying to control the humans, and by the end of the game, you do have a uh, a little DNA machine that the government is, like, mind-controlling and, like, puts you into, and it just harvests the DNA straight out of your body. Get so in there. The president you. said it was good. Yeah. <laughs> It's good enough for him. It's good enough for me. Um, uh, the, the story in the game is semi lackluster. I do like the idea of uh, why they're harvesting brains. They gave the game a purpose. It wasn't just like endless carnage. It's okay. We need brains so that we can continue as a species. Uh, I thought that was kind of cool. The comedy in the game, the writing of the game, I think is what really makes the story. Um, sure. The uh, mind reading ability that you get, um, that actually adds powers to you. You get like more, uh, more of your alien power when you mind read from somebody. Some of the lines they give you are pretty comedic, but after a while they do get old because they do. I was going to stick that under gameplay. Uh, I would call that. I, since it's the dialogue, I put it under story. Well, some of the dialogue is extremely funny. You mind. So you have to mind read because if you make yourself look like a civilian or someone else, it takes your concentration and makes your meter run down. Right. And you need a, to read. You need to read or scan someone's mind because it restores your energy and you have to keep doing that in order to stay hidden. And so you keep doing it. Some funny stuff, but it's just like after all, it's the same few fucking things all the time. Some are funny, like the soldiers when you scan their mind sometimes they'll say uh, don't ask don't tell works for me <laughs> <laughs> and then a lot of the women's their lines are kind of sexist which really kind of reflects the ideology back in the 1959 1960s of what women should be 
and then yeah some pretty good comedic lines in there yeah and i mean i didn't mind the uh i didn't mind the plot line as far as the um the government organization oh shit what are they called majestic majestic that's right um they're basically trying to thwart your plans to destroy all the humans to subjugate uh the while at the same time trying to control all humans yeah they they want to control them as well so it's like this battle between two evil forces and comes to a head in the end and um i don't know i didn't mind the story i thought the dialogue made up for a lot of where it lacked so i'm gonna go ahead and give the story and i'll give it a seven you'll give it a seven it was pretty funny it was i mean some of the lines that i've written down here for the for the review there's one where you're doing a mission where you have to bend antenna to the direction of the mothership to control people's minds (laughs) and the main boss guy is like if you could bend the antenna in the direction of the mothership we should be able to send the signal that's the good news the bad news is that for complex and highly technical reasons you have only three minutes to do this or very bad things will happen (laughs) now let us never speak of it again go out there and bend some rabbit ears like (laughs) it's funny that they they acknowledge the fact that it's ridiculous that there's a timer on this mission but they're like fuck it you get it anyway that's pretty good i'd actually failed that mission and he and so what he says the first time i failed it because i was trying to stay incognito the whole time yeah and you can't do that on that mission now you you can't so anyways he goes he says something about how the the satellite passed out of range and so it kind of makes sense in in that kind of thing but you know he could just over it anywhere he wants yeah yeah, it is pretty funny. I mean, there's uh, there's other ones like the first time you uh, you reach Earth, the very first confrontation you have, your guys like, hey, go approach those beings over there, and it's like a group of cows, and uh, he walks over to one and like talks to it and says moo, and then the main guy's like moo primitive yet profound <laughs> scan another one uh, it's pretty it's pretty funny like throughout there's a lot of great lines some and, great great funny moments like the first time you, you abduct someone that was pretty funny yeah you're like <laughs> i'm gonna probe that <laughs> and she's sitting there it's like oh it tickles just right yeah oh my gosh. <laughs> she's getting pulled up into the ship it's dirty as fuck oh, that's awesome. <laughs> uh there's another line where someone like after being shot with the anal probe a chick says "Ooh." That doesn't hurt so much. Maybe Bob was right. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And another one is like, oh, man, I can't wait to get home to have mama's little helper. (laughs) Another one is maybe when I get home, I'll have another Valium or two or three. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Oh, man. Great stuff. And I think that all really goes into the story. And that's that's why I give it some more points or else I I wouldn't uh, if it weren't for the great dialogue that the game offers. So. All right. So. Guys, how does this game play? Well, <laughs> there's some hangups well, here. Well, there's a sigh there. So that was, <laughs> that, that's good news, right? I mean, you hop into it. The controls are easy to kind of get a hold of. Um, learning curve isn't that great. It's just certain things like the anal probe. It just takes too long to use it. And so you just end up not wanting to use the anal probe as much, but then the game will force you. you The game will force you to go (laughs) collect DNA in order to get past certain points. It's because you, you charge the anal probe and a normal person, you shoot them with the charged anal probe. They'll get hit in the butt. They'll run around and then their head blows up and a normal person. You only need one, but they only give you like 10 DNA. But as the enemies progressively get harder, the more charged anal probes they need in order to (laughs) blow them up. 
and the anal probe takes for fucking ever to charge yeah um i didn't use the anal probe you just like did ever. the you just used the the other one yeah the extract i killed the him extract and extracted it out so one thing i was doing with with the anal probe is i would i would uh so in this game in <laughs> this game i'm saying that there is different here. there's different <laughs> levels of alertness of the of, of the city kind of like a uh like a grand theft auto, grand theft auto thing okay the funny thing is though the highest level of alertness is easier than the one below it so when majestic comes so you have the police who come and shoot you you just take care of them then the military comes and they have tanks and soldiers and stuff and the last level of alertness is a majestic where they come in their black sedan cars and they shoot like laser stuff at you um, when you are flying around your saucer, the military part is much harder than the majestic part. So to me, I think that's kind of a fail where it gets easier the more alert people are. Yeah. But what I did though, as when I needed to collect a whole bunch of DNA, I would use the majestic people because they were 50 DNA. So what I would do is I would lure two of them off to the side. I would hypnotize one. And so he was like sitting there dancing and everyone just watches and claps and they could do whatever you want. And then I make the other guy go to sleep. And by the, that time I have a, my, uh, he's asleep. Then I get my anal probe out. <laughs> I shoot the one guy with a fully charged shot. It's said anal. And it, by doing that, it reduces their count to only one. Oh, okay. So if they're hypnotized or sleep, they don't have their defenses up for the anal probe. <laughs> they're wide open for you. Huh? They're wide open. <laughs> How much anal does one need to like blow up their minds in the later part of the game? So the majestic people take, <laughs> if they're fully aware, they take four anal probes. Oh, oh man. And then I, seriously, really it's like, it. it's like five seconds of holding the charge button before you can fire. Wow. You, <laughs> you went about that in a very interesting <laughs> way. Uh, did you get anal did you, probe everyone? Did you get all the upgrades? in the game yeah uh, i think i just have one more saucer upgrade that i need but i got mostly everything else i oh, wanted okay. a, a charge increase on the anal probe it was what i wanted yeah um what i ended up doing <laughs> is there's a mission on turnip speed farm or whatever it's called yeah turnip seed and yeah. you can uh you can do it a few times and you get it up to where you'll you have to kill 20 farmers and you get uh, 300 DNA. Oh man, I should have done that. It take it took because me because sometimes a, you have to just collect thousands of DNA in one go. It took me about a minute each time to get 300 DNA. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's what I was that's doing. What Whenever I, I got do. into an upgrade situation, I'm like, all right, going back I would, to the farm. I would fucking go to Santa Modesta and grind that town until I had enough. Yeah, that's I fuck that. Uh, they, <laughs> there are other ones that scale higher, but the farmers are just so plentiful and they spawn. But they really only quick. give you ten DNA a piece. No, I don't cover. I don't even take it from their bodies. I just get it for completing the little mini game. So you're just trying oh. to go to get DNA to finish the mission. Is no, that so sometimes they make you. They, sometimes they make you. Ha- they have to collect DNA in order to unlock the next mission. But you use the DNA to upgrade yourself oh, or okay. to upgrade your saucer. All right. Um, so like, what? What kind of? How does this? How does this game mechanically kind of go? Um, it's like a third-person shooter. Yeah. Kind of an action clunky, game. Clunky third-person shooter. You've got a jetpack that you can fly around in. Um, you've got your abilities. There's items located all over the rooftops. Uh, weaponry. There's some uh, really pain in the ass things that happen. Um, if you get too close to these little uh, electric things, they'll uh, send out a mini EMP and it'll just destroy your 
it'll disable your now. weapons for like a little bit your weapons Dang. and jetpacks so and then later on you get to psychic people who will take out all of your psychic brain power so you can't fight back yeah so there's a lot of different enemies in the game there's also these uh, giant robots that you fight these mech suits that the government has back in the 50s um i loved yeah, it yeah, when yeah. I, yeah. historically <laughs> uh, historically and then you, if your psychic ability was up enough you just pick them up and toss them they're just nothing yeah you can just chuck them um man though the take though one time i was i used the, my psychic ability and i take i'm about to throw it but it just turns around and shoots me and it wasn't even like pointing at me it was like pointing <laughs> straight up but somehow it arced the bullet straight at me <laughs> and it just that's beautiful um there's a lot of cool imagery too like the last uh the last chunk of the game is uh in basically washington dc and uh you kind of destroy the white house a little bit which is kind of fucked up but oh, i destroyed it all the way yeah um there's uh there's another really great line that's uh that they utter here it's like the guy's like when you're chasing around um okay okay fine fuck this is like a rat fuck here but <laughs> the final boss of the game um one of them is a president mech suit like a gigantic the president robot with just the brain on the top <laughs> prezi bot yeah it's like just a brain inside it and it's just goes rampant on you and just starts destroying you um and there's a line in there where the orthopox guy says uh he says quick he's heading to the white building no the other white building the one with the tall ugly fellow with the beard he's like amish or something like that <laughs> so you know you're going over to the uh the lincoln memorial and destroying it and i don't know that's it's it's cool for um, me the though the final boss fight in that boss fight was good but the hardest thing for me was those fucking missile launchers if they just had like a hundred of those you'd be done you oh, couldn't yeah. do anything about it. Those fucking missile launchers and those missiles that fly faster than you can and really home in on you. You have to do all sorts of stuff to get away from them and they take a huge chunk of your health off. But there's maybe like five of them scattered around. So that fight, all I did was find all of them, destroy them, and then I could just focus on the main boss. Yeah. Had 50 of those, you'd be done. I, be I no just, the game. I left them alone. I just kept dodging like a beast. I saw those a are flying crazy. mechanic and I also saw a sneak mechanic in this game. Yep. You want to talk about those? Uh, yeah, the sneak mechanic is kind of a pain in the ass. Um, like we mentioned earlier, there's an ability to uh, you look at someone, you press circle, and you like create a hollow bob. It can be a dead body too. Yeah, a dead body as well. A hollow bob, which is like a new rendition of them, and uh, you walk around as a normal person. Now that's all fun and games, right? That's awesome. But while you're doing it, your little stamina bar drops, so you have to read minds, which have funny little quips in them, but they get old after a while. And but then when you the majestic people start walking everywhere, they can actually see through your disguise. And so yeah. if you get too close to them for too long, your disguise drops. And that's a real pain in the ass, especially on the White House level, because they're fucking everywhere. Yeah. Oh, I had to redo that one like six times. I just found out you have to walk way in, like way off in the grass and just take a long ass way around and you get past most of them. Take the long way home. <laughs> no, uh, what I did is uh, I just didn't alert anybody in the beginning and there were like no majestic agents. Um, so if you don't no, fuck up, no, and, and the freaking DC, they just walk around everywhere. That Pentagon mission, they're just chilling, just walking down the street. Was, uh, the, was this game difficult? I know you had very big problems with that sneaking level that I was watching you do. Uh, I was getting pissed at it. Yeah, but. you were getting pissed, but is this a difficult game? It's an intermediate game. I mean, it takes some effort. Some levels you do have to retry, and it's really annoying if you fail level almost all the way through. You have to repeat it from the beginning. Yeah. Okay. So it's infuriating that way. Some levels are harder than others, um, but all in all, I don't want to say it's it's a it's not a sadistic game. It's if you concentrate, you'll get it done in two days. Yeah, um, you just, <laughs> the sneaking missions are probably the worst part. Uh, they're they're going to say that it's so fucking annoying. Yeah, they're a pain in the ass. The flying saucer missions are probably 
Those ones might be my favorite. Or the missions easiest, where I just definitely. get to destroy stuff. Those yeah. are fun. Um, where you go in, you mind control some scientists, they unlock the door for you, and you blow up a bunch of <laughs> shit. You know, stuff like that's really cool. Also, the giant robot mechs, uh, those are fun to fight. Um, not quite as intimidating as you would uh, would imagine, but... No, they're intimidating. We see it from the distance, because for some reason, they look like Iron Giant height, but when you get closer, they're not that big. Yeah. Also, another <laughs> one part of the story that we failed to mention, you're, you have like this rivalry with a U.S. Army general. And, uh, Armquist. Yeah, Armquist. And you try to assassinate him with a nuclear warhead. Uh, <laughs> you possess this uh, soldier to like get in the vehicle and just drive wow. the nuke to the base and just that mission was freaking annoying too. Yeah, I didn't. I I did fine on that one. Uh, you had to like clear the road and make sure all the the mines and stuff were without out of the way. raising alertness either. Yeah, um, but it it's nuts. You just blow this nuke up in the middle of this fucking base. That's, that's <laughs> sweet. And then later, when you finally have him in your sights, I don't know why you're just a freaking dunce, and he just it's just terrible animation in that scene where you, you you corner him after you get the generals to disagree with him and he's just like ah and you like get your gun ready and he jumps and like a second later you shoot where he was and then he goes take this vladimir and he just jumps at you and like punches you and runs away yeah it was so dumb uh yeah i i think uh i think gameplay is a little bit mixed for me on this game um i liked being able to grind out the dna that made it pretty fast the method i found i glitched um, through the level a few times it froze on me a few times yeah it froze on me as well i'm not sure if that's the disc or the ps2 or what but um there were a few times where like mid-mission or near the end of the mission it would just freeze and i'd have to restart the whole thing um and you guys use the same ps2 so yep. it could it could be a mechanical problem yeah like, that's true. Be, yeah. with overheating or something i know your your wires are freaking shorting out so it could be yeah, that's the display wires. I know. I mean, just, I they're just saying the wires are going out. Your piece just saying too could be going out too. <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> All right. Uh, side missions. I didn't really do very many, but there were there are side missions scattered throughout. You you can find them by seeing this tall pillar of yellow light. You can go to them, and it gives you like a little mini game or a little mini mission to do. Yeah, we're talking like destroy people, destroy buildings. Um, one is like a like a track game where you have to like fly to different parts of the map almost like a racing game against time um most of the time i only use those for the uh just to gain um dna really fast from the brains and uh ooh, what else did i do how are the physics probes? for destroying the buildings uh they're pretty good <laughs> i'd say i like well them. it's as you, good you, as uh, <laughs> uh what was it uh Red faction, red faction. You yeah. know, no. so you you not quite that level. Buildings have no. a health bar, and once you've destroyed <laughs> the health bar off the building, then it just collapses down. Uh, like okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, red faction is amazing, though. Yeah. Um, with this game, though, another thing is there's these little collectible items. Um, they're like these weird little pod looking things. Yeah, the probes, and uh, collecting them gives you. I think it's 175 DNA. 75. <clears throat> oh well i found some that were worth more later <laughs> okay I think. um the anyway there's like bro. a bunch of those just chilling <laughs> around on the map um and you can go collect those if you see them in your sites uh that part of it and the 
just the open worldness of it. You select an area and you just get to roam the whole place. Oh, that's yeah, cool. they're they're pretty decent size for that area. I'd yeah, say. it reminded me a lot of Grand Theft Auto, except for you're it's an to alien. the point where areas are big enough that when you go when you go do missions, a lot of the missions are repeat using the same level design, but you just mm-hmm. go to a different part of that level. Mm-hmm. And then some of the larger missions, like the end missions, you use the whole level as you go around it. So kind of annoying where you get to go to the same place again and again and again, but you know. Yeah, they're big enough. Yeah. yeah. All right. So what, so was, what would you? Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, oh, I was just going to ask. What was like the coolest thing you guys think that you did in the game? Um, telekinesis is my favorite thing in most games. I like the. Uh, <laughs> you know what? The telekinesis was I well love the done. Telekinesis in uh, in Mario. It's, really it's great. like when I first yeah. played the when first. Mario gets telekinesis. That's yeah, yeah. It's, it's like when I. Shit. It's like when I played um, the Force Awakens, like the first one. I know it's not oh, yeah. telekinesis. It's you know, it's not telekinesis, but it's the Force. But when you're playing as Vader and you're killing the Wookies and you get to the bridge part, oh man, that that words, was so words fun. with friends telekinesis. Yeah, yeah, the best. In most games with telekinesis, Cameron just loves. Most games have telekinesis, mm-hmm. and that is Cameron's favorite aspect. I just like being able to move things with my mind. It's awesome. five with telekinesis. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, if only. <laughs> The uh, disintegrator ray is probably my favorite. Um, disintegrator ray. I really love the ion gun. Yeah, I liked uh, shooting people a couple times, and then their body just like sloughs away, and then it's just their skeleton underneath. And then it, I like, did see that. That was pretty cool. Looking. Yeah, I think it looks awesome. It reminds me of that like Attack from Mars movie or something from forever. I ago. remember that Mars yeah. attacks. Mars attacks. attacks. Yeah, and they the get vaporized and they yeah. turn into the skeletons. That scared That's the exactly shit out of me when I was a kid. Was. But yeah, that's that's what it looks I think, like. Was Mars Attacks kind of like inspiration, even though they're not from it Mars? It seemed like it. Isn't Jack Nicholson in Mars Attacks? Um, I don't know. We're going to talk about sound, and there's a Jack Nicholson connection here. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy's good at uh, his Jack impersonation. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, there's some fun elements to it. Um, it is kind of <laughs> rudimentary in, in other ways. Um, oh, what did you think overall about the gameplay? Gameplay, I'm going to give that another 6 out of 10. Mm, okay, so... Had enough problems with it? Had enough problems. It was kind of infuriating. Like, with the telekinesis, my favorite thing to use, small objects you can pick up and move easily, but almost, like, too easy, where it's, like, the... the your... Uh, what's it called? Your sensitivity went all the way up to, like, 10, and you're just flinging them around you can't really aim with it that way unless you're really sensitive with it and then we get to something that's really heavy you can just basically pick it up and put it down and then you can throw it out you can't really aim it so you have to move yourself to get behind where you want to shoot it that was kind of annoying to me it makes sense but annoying okay caleb um man there was some there were some good things in the game as far as gameplay goes um i'm probably gonna I'm probably going to give it a six as well. Um, okay. There were some definite problems with it. Uh, oh, you know what? Fuck that. Make it a seven. Seven? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was quite that bad. Um, there were a few issues um, as far as like some of the mechanics go. It was frustrating to try to hide from people. It was like almost impossible to fucking change <laughs> into another human. Yeah. Hollow Bob. Um, and some of the missions did get repetitive, honestly. There was a lot of, hey, go do this real fast, and it's like, oh, mission complete, which I love because I'm trying to finish it in a semi-quick manner, but it's just, it lacks a certain creativity as far as mission designs go, and that definitely takes away from the gameplay. Do you remember the, the level where they introduced the psychic guys that you fight against? The yeah. guys where they unlock their latent psychic abilities using Furon DNA? Right, right. Well, that was a level that I first glitched through the level design itself. So I was in the building, 
building and I anal probed a guy and he, and when you do that and they're about to die, sometimes their body flings and his body flinged and it knocked me into a corner. Then when his head exploded to get his brain out, it, that explosion caused me to glitch to the side of the level. So I was underneath that floor with the, with the two psychic guys and I oh, could, wow. st- so I would shoot my ion thing. I killed the two guys without actually being in the level, but then I couldn't leave to go kill the Tesla coils. Oh wow. And so I had to start over. Yeah. Um, another thing that, uh, oh shit, I had a point, but I lost it in your, your rant. <laughs> oh no, I remember now there's a mission in Washington where you have to get the, uh, blue rider password from the scientist. Yeah. And he kept getting hit by a car. <laughs> this happened at least three or four times to me. Where he'd I walk into the road and just, I remember I was following Armquist through one city. His, his freaking motorcade kept fucking killing civilians. Like, and then the stupid drivers behind it would just start honking. They just lay into it and don't stop until the obstruction moves. But it's just this people. And then for some reason, this one soldier kept trying to stand up and he kept falling back down for no fucking reason. He'd get up, oh, yeah. ugh, fall back down in front of the fucking car. Yeah. So I get this. <laughs> far in the mission and i'd fail because the scientist was a fucking idiot and walked out into traffic um yeah it was just frustrating that's like a shitty gameplay mechanic what i'm getting from you guys is that it it has a lot of problems but it's still fun yeah it's 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 still fun still yeah i enjoyed it yeah all right so what what about visually guys now this is uh what is this a late ps2 game I think 2005 is what they said 2005 okay so yeah a little a late ps2 game um what do you think uh with that in mind how does this game look graphically and then what how about the art as well so i guys think about this i've never owned a ps2 i owned an xbox i guess they're kind of the same generation it is the same generation so i i wasn't quite up to date on how good those graphics look i think the original halo it's graphic graphic wise does better than this game but i don't have a real medium to compare it against the games of its time well doom 3 was probably the high point (laughs) doom 3 destroys this (laughs) oh yeah uh most things i would say destroy this in 05 um i don't know the look of it's a little bit rudimentary there's a few uh you can see the polygons on certain things yeah there's a few pre-rendered cut scenes but even those are you know fairly subpar I think a lot of it is kind of the what happens when you do an open world game like Grand Theft Auto. We look at Grand Theft Auto 3, uh, Vice City, and San Andreas, and none of those games have good graphics. San Andreas no. was the later PS2 game, and it yeah. does not look that good. But it's a fucking huge map. It's, it's got how many all polygons of these things going on. The, the- the system has to load right and, and it, it has to make up for the that. character can only afford so much of them and the designs the individuals walking around can only have so much detail with everything else in the game yeah uh keeping that in mind um it still it still doesn't look that good the maps are not big as san andreas oh hell no and, yeah, it's, and it looks and it looks kind of rudimentary like you said yeah it's uh it's not anything to really write home about um I did like the the visuals as far as the death and destruction. That stuff looked pretty good. <laughs> I never ran into any like wonky. It was still fun. It's the point of the game to destroy all humans. It made it fun to do to do just that. Okay. Yeah, and it was cool that they had a those pretty snazzy destruction effects. Then, yeah, um, yeah. Okay. 
on top of some subpar uh, level design. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. How about art style? What did you guys think about the fifties aesthetics with the aliens? What do you guys think about that? I do. I like that a lot. Yeah. That's, um, <coughs> I think that's easily the best part about the design of the and game. And then just the whole idea of the government covering everything up. <laughs> yeah. Every time you finish a mission, you'll get like a newspaper headline where it's like, uh, you know, uh, carnival destroyed faulty wiring to blame. And it's got like this massive carnage. <laughs> and then, on the top. And then another one is, um, <laughs> where you go destroy all this, the, the Tesla, Tesla coils as one of the levels. And it goes, new power substations explode the uh, the guy who installed it is is to blame or something like that it's always so funny yeah they either blame faultiness or like communism like the the reds or <laughs> uh to blame for everything and then if you die you get a you get a nice little headline that goes <laughs> um slain monkey found or something like that <laughs> yeah some random you know, or circus circus midget found dead <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think the design of it is cool, though. I like seeing like the drive-in movie theater on one of the levels. Um, I like seeing the people. Uh, the attire they have is very well done. Uh, the cars look fifties esque. Um, the yeah, all of that. I think it's. I think the design is solid in this game. Okay, design is solid, but not uh, not incredible. Yeah, the, the idea of the design, I would say, is more solid than the design than itself. The actual, uh, okay. <laughs> I think I, maybe another point is when they make all the buildings destructible, they take away from being able to do other stuff, too, because now they have to have not just one Processor one rendition, has to be able to handle all that stuff. One rendition of the building, but two. One is it's there, and one is it's destroyed in rubble. Right. Yeah, yeah when uh, I remember playing Halo 2 for the first time when it came out, and me and my friend, uh, we just played co-op the whole way through, basically. And sometimes there would be times where like too much stuff was happening. This was on the Xbox, which was a better system than the PS2 was as far as what it could handle. Um, it would sometimes it would just kind of like slow down, and all the textures would become little blocky things yeah, as it went along. <laughs> and so, yeah, when you're dealing with things, I, I'm assuming I'm not a programmer, but I'm assuming when you're dealing with like a lot of dynamic destruction aspects or animation. Uh, yeah, you can't have too many things going on at once. And, and we've talked about that a little bit. What do yeah. you guys give design out of 10? I, oh, I will give that a seven, seven out of 10 for Cameron. Um, I'm going to give it a, uh, a six this okay. time, a, six. a little lesser. Uh, I don't Trade think it enough. looked great. Um, but I do like the ideas that they employed and the coolness of like the, the flying saucer obsession. That, How many uh, games around that era had a completely destructible like building environment, especially when you get to downtown, you know, DC with all those tall buildings. How many games at that time were doing that where you could just destroy it all? Well, Godzilla destroy all monsters probably. Two, uh, <laughs> two Red Faction games at that time and Red Faction <laughs> 2 did it way better, but it's different. So it's hard to say. Okay. All right. So music in this game, guys, music and sound. Uh, first off, uh, how was the music in this game? What are we looking at here? The, uh, theme song for Destroy All Humans. Okay. Yes. (laughs) All right, so, uh, basically (laughs) a lot of that, um... That's like every time you go into a mission. Yeah, it sounds like pretty stock. 
Uh, yeah, it's stock like Alien, music. like woo, sci-fi yeah, movie, yeah. Yeah. Sci- 50s sci-fi, yeah, sci-fi so action movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a it's basically a satire on all of the movies that came out in the 50s. It had to do with like Area 51 and shit like that. That's what this game is. It's what it's all about. This game I mean, is just poking fun at anything it can poke fun. Area at, 49 is area what they 42 call it. is what they call or 42. It. Yeah. yeah, that's where you try to kill Armaquist. But yeah, miss. it's like the nuke. You miss this crazy stuff. Uh, so, is the music effective then? Um, it's a nice introduction to the game, but I feel like music does not play a big role as you actually get into a level. Okay. Do you want it to? Does it need to play a big role in this game? Mm. It would be nice to have it there to kind of break up the monotony. I think. Oh, okay. So, yeah, what do you think? Music. So it doesn't play, play the whole the time. Implementation just the intro. is not that great. Yeah, I'd say implementation. Uh, there's not a whole lot of music in the game. There's mm-hmm. a few tracks, and if there if there is, I don't remember. It's like it's so, a, like more atmosphere mm-hmm. as you get into it. it. Doesn't actually sound like an orchestrated thing. Certain cutscenes will have some music to go behind it, but music was not a strong point of this game. I'd say. Okay. All right. So, uh, what would you guys give music? Well, what about sound too? Music. And oh, sounds. all right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sound. Thank, sound thank you for uh, keeping me uh, up on that. Sound effects. Voice acting. Voice acting was on par. Voice acting. Was I can on give. Par. We can <laughs> give lots on of par with too. the other shit. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so voice acting. They did a really good job with the whole the 1959 type dialect where they just really emphasize certain parts when they're talking about stuff and just the way they talk crypto i think he sounded kind of lazy but it's probably just part of his character but lazy. Like, I think, you don't say and then he just you. like yeah they don't give him as many lines as you think he could have yeah that's true um I, I thought the voice acting was great in this game as well. Uh, there's uh, there's only a few characters that have different ones. I mean, there's probably like 20, 25 different voices in it. Um, <laughs> the main guy, Crypto, um, he's he's pretty awesome. He's got like a Jack Nicholson style voice. He sounds yeah. exactly like him almost. <laughs> but Jack. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the main dude, the the pox guy the main guy that sent you to the planet his he's got a cool little voice too um i don't know i i think that's a that's a strong point for the game i think they did well with it um especially for a game that it's not like this epic story or anything like that so they don't like hammer in on okay the voice acting has to be awesome for this thing it's just eh, they did a good did a good job some of the stuff was cheesy and over the top but that they did on purpose yeah it's It's like it's, it's supposed to be that way um the game's sound effects, I think all of those sounded fine. Uh, it sounded like the jetpack was definitely the same jetpack from uh, Battlefront. Um, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, that's all right. And uh, they could have made the jetpack stock pack sound then a yeah, little bit. Yeah, kind of a stock sound. Um, I like how when you're using the jetpack and then you stop, how air is 100% effective at stopping your forward momentum. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. And you just yeah, kind of yeah. float all the way down and you're trying to get somewhere real fast. It's so infuriating. It definitely can be. Um, I didn't have any like weird sound glitches. There were a few times where the dialogue just cut out, but that could have been a system. There was this thing. one time where the where I was supposed to be going as a general to take a you know do a hologram of a general, walk in and convince the other generals not to agree with Armquist. And as I'm running in, a stupid majestic agent discovers me, but and I start turning back to you know the alien. But I've already triggered the cutscene event, and so the cutscene 
he starts talking and he sees me and he runs away and the game kind of sits there for 30 seconds and doesn't do anything. It's deciding. And then it switches back to where I have to do the, to do the, the conversation moment where I pick what I need to say to convince them. And I'm just an alien chilling. They're having this conversation <laughs> with these guys to convince them not to give him the support. Did you pass oh, wow. the mission? Doing I did. And so I convinced them all. They all clap. Yeah, we can't, you can't convince us general. And then, and then when I go to confront the general, I'm all of a sudden that the other general again. So they, they drew the cutscene that way. Oh, nice. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, that's right. I forgot to mention that in gameplay. There are these uh, little mini games where there are times when the town folk or somebody gets like suspicious and you have to choose from a list of commands to like justify what happened or something like that. And there's some pretty funny things in there. Um, and that goes with the dialogue too. You've got like these hicks in this one town that are just like, what happened? How come they haven't had any of this over in, uh, uh, Modesto. And then like one of the things is like, cause we're more American than they are. Or something like that. <laughs> and then everyone's we like, have yeah, more cows than them. Yeah. So, uh, that, that, that works pretty well too. I think the, I think the voice acting and shit is good. All right. So music and sound. I'll go seven, seven. <sighs> Yep. The lack of thematic music throughout, you know, the game really doesn't do it for me. So I'm going to go back to six. Six. Okay. Trading back. All right. <laughs> okay, guys. Will you ever play this game again? How's the replayability? replayability. Don't talk at the same time ever again. Fuck you. <laughs> One, two, three. How's the replay? Come on. One, two, three. How's, How's the, the replayability? replayability? So the engagement is next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um I would give this game fucking quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Cameron. I would give the replayability a 5 out of 10. I mean, there is some incentive because after beating the game, I noticed for both of us we are only at 44%. Yeah. It's because of all those fucking pods everywhere i bet <laughs> there's like hundreds of pods hidden throughout each level you have to go find um and just some, some of the side missions you can go do um five out of ten just because you'd have to suffer through some poor gameplay but then you don't really have to do anything you don't have to hide you can just go do it so five out of ten. Five out of ten caleb um, I'm going to give it a three. Three out of ten for replayability. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to play this game again ever. Um, I upgraded everything <laughs> fully. There's really no reason to go do the extra missions at and this just, point. And there's, I guess there's no trophy, no purpose to win. Yeah, even if there were trophies, like I, I can't upgrade my guy anymore. I can't make myself No, the reason better. why you return is just to destroy everyone, to destroy all humans, the real purpose of the game. That's why I gave it a three and not a zero. Because <laughs> there is purpose in going back and just that is why shit. i gave it a three and not a zero so when we started this game or when you uh when you nominated it now sometimes you know i'm not that big of a get it video game player until now because i have these podcasts of course they've <laughs> made me a big video game player i had never heard of this game and in fact there are sequels to this game yeah. that i had also never heard of you want to talk about uh, cameron real quick while i add these numbers up together you want to talk about uh, your struggle finding this game or the rarity of this game. Both of you guys can talk yeah, about that. So this is how, how it went. I first found or discovered this game while in the Provo Town Center Mall. That's the same way I discovered Halo, actually, because it was this was just playing on one of the display games, and I picked it up, flew around the flying saucer, picked up some cows, and threw some stuff around. I had a lot of fun and thought it was a great game. This is just years and years ago, back 2005, right? 
and um, it just stuck with me since. And so I guess the idea of being able to fly around and destroy humans is something that stuck to me as a kid. Okay. And then looking for this game, <laughs> I accidentally <laughs> bought the wrong copy. I, I bought, uh, I bought yeah. the fourth one in the series because you, there's destroy all humans, destroy all humans too. And then there's another destroy all humans that, that takes place in the sixties. And the one I got is destroy all human, destroy all humans that takes place in the seventies. Okay. Yeah. It's a one, two, big Willie unleashed and path of the Furon. And you bought path of the Furon. I bought path of the Furon. <laughs> and to tell you the truth, some of the things look better, but it looks like it was built on the same exact engine. Yeah, I'm sure it was. <laughs> uh, so, Schweiss, how about getting a hold of this game for you? Well, um, last week we decided to go on a little game trip where there's, I think, four local, three or four local video game stores, and all with different inventories, of course. And we're like, oh, let's 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 go drive around for a bit. I went to the first store, nada. Second store, nada. Third, fucking nothing either. Hey, we're trying and then, to give them their, our business. I know, I tried. <laughs> and, uh, Why don't you just call ahead and have them look through their inventory? <laughs> I could have done that, but it's about the hunt. It's the journey. <laughs> and then when I went online to look for the the original, the actual Xbox copy, like, I couldn't, I did find one, but it was from freaking Europe. Oh, so wow. I wouldn't have been able to play it. Yeah, so I found mine and I bought it for like ten bucks online. Um, okay, it wasn't bad. I mean, it was a enjoyable experience. Although I do kind of adopt my roommate's uh, idea for video games, which is like a dollar for every hour of entertainment it offers me. And if I do that, this one is not a pass. I think I beat this in like <laughs> seven hours. Yeah, I beat it in one sitting of five hours and a second sitting of two. Yeah, it's not a long game, um, <laughs> and it is tough to get a hold of. It's a greatest hits game, which is odd. So it's that it's sold over a million copies, but it's hard to get a hold of. Yeah, I, I guess. guess people, I guess that's a good sign because if they buy people the game, they keep it. it. They don't want to sell it. Yeah, I remember seeing sign. commercials for this game like years ago. Like that's how I know about it, but like I never played it like at all. Oh or man, knew anybody who did? It was like my experience with Halo. So I so this is this is destroy all humans. I get in there. I'm this kid, and I'm having fun doing this. But then when I was playing Halo, I'm like, whoa, what is this world? I'm driving the Warhog, and I flip it. And I'm like, hey, I knew I could flip it back over. How do I do it? And I was just sitting there shooting at the Warthog, and then I had to leave. That was my first experience of Halo. Uh, greatest hits actually is selling four hundred thousand copies within and being on the market at least nine months is what it is oh, okay all right so it's so it's old that's a pretty good amount of copies i mean it's not a final fantasy or a halo but it's 400k that's a that's probably profitable i would imagine well it's, yeah it's profitable <laughs> at, at 50 bucks a pop it's definitely profitable uh <laughs> It just it does seem a little too rare for being a greatest hits though. At yeah, the, it still. is. Yeah, it took me forever to find it. I, I, that's not the first time. That's not the first day I looked for this goddamn game. I looked a couple other days. Yeah. And I'm like this. I, I can't find it. So it's odd. Uh, and this is one that I did play in the past though. I tried to beat it um, probably like seven or eight years ago when uh, our friend, our mutual friend Cody, uh, owned it, and I, I couldn't get through it. It was too hard for me which is not the case anymore. <laughs> uh, it's easy as hell, but um, yeah. So, I mean, it has a little bit of a legacy in my eyes to where I had seen it before. I had played it before. I had just never completed the game and it was surprising to not be able to find a copy of it. So overall thoughts on the game camera. 
it's worth a play. Worth a play. It's worth a play. It's if you it's can get a hold of it. If easily. you get a hold of it, um, <laughs> and you enjoy satire and you just enjoy playing a game to have fun, then this would be a game to play. All right. You could play around with it a couple of days, and you'd probably forget it after that. Would you play the sequel? Um, I own one of the sequels, so <laughs> uh, you own the <laughs> so fourth yeah. one. Now. The fourth one is a little bit more readily available for some reason, but well, because it's if I more had recent. the sequel here. And we were to do a review on it? Yeah, I'd play it. <laughs> okay. So we might get a nomination in the future. Caleb Schweiss? <sighs> Would I play... Well, what are your overall thoughts? Oh, um, I think it's okay. I agree with Cameron. This is one that I recommend picking up and doing a playthrough and then selling it right back. Uh, that's what I would do. I did the same thing with Gun, which was a much better game, mind you. <laughs> the problem with Gun is I 100%ed it in eight and a half hours. Oh, my God. I, that's not even a game. I loved it, though, That's a dude. flash game. It's amazing. Dude, as soon as he got it, he like played it straight. Yeah, I did not like, stop. Yeah. I was obsessed. There's wanted posters. Oh, it's fucking awesome. Red Dead Redemption now just the better blows version. it out of the water. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking a million times gun. Um, <laughs> a million times gun. Yeah, so I would recommend picking it up if you find it. Um, uh, my recommended price, probably like seven bucks, seven to ten bucks at most. Um, and then I would just uh, turn back around and sell it again. <laughs> I don't think it's one that you necessarily would want to return. You might want to keep it just because of its scarcity. It depends on if it ever gets on the play PlayStation network. Or oh yeah. I'm not going to resell yeah. it. Um, I would probably maybe break even if I did, you know, if they did a remaster and maybe looked at the controls just a little bit, I think this would be a, a fun game to remaster. Yeah. I just, the, the problem with it, the biggest downer is definitely the replayability. Like there's no drive for me to go back and play it. Um, when we look at most of the other games that we've played for nude clan, there is some sort of a drive for me to go back. There's a, you know, more quest. Diablo two had an expansion in it. Diablo 2 is an amazing game. I want to go back and play the random item drops, play it with Best multiple people. Best game of people. all time, according to New Clan. Um, <laughs> heavy Rain, there's different ways you can do things, different endings, different things to do. Uh, and this one, it's, it's, it's worth a playthrough, I would say. It's a fun game. I had fun. Okay. I don't regret it. Sequel time? Sequel, I would play. I'd okay. play it, yeah. you play? Okay. So we might get a nomination in the future. We'll see. Meh, perhaps. Okay. All right. So the official Nude Clan score. Oh, man. Story, Cameron gave it a six. Caleb gave it a seven. Gameplay, Cameron gave it a six. Caleb gave it a seven. Design, Cameron gave it a seven. Caleb gave it a six. Music and sound. <laughs> <This is> irritating. <laughs> Cameron gave it a six. Caleb gave it a seven. Uh, replayability, Cameron gave it a five. Caleb gave it a three. Both of them uh, somehow added up to 30 out of 50. And <laughs> uh, powers combined. the total <laughs> Nude Clan official score for Destroy All Humans is 60 out of 100. The worst oh. game of all time, according to Nude Clan. Man, I would have called the worst game of all. This is, this is our moderately fun game. Yeah. <laughs> this is still this You'll is have still a moderate a amount game. of fun to play this. So, worst it's, game of all time. Not what is that? Yet. Certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes? It is. <clears throat> so, think about that. For who, all of you guys who <laughs> voted for it, not a bad game. It's just some of our categories do not agree with the game. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if yeah. there was a satire category, this would be off the charts. Oh, yeah. It'd be a 20, but there's not. All right, Caleb, you got some news? I do have some news. So it, 
it's a uh, pretty blizzard central um so yeah the first only, thing welcome to chicago it's fucking july and it's hot as shit right yeah. now so anyway the, some of the oh. news with uh blizzard is that uh blizzard is suing a company for making a um a program that allows people to cheat in overwatch and selling it oh so yeah <laughs> Scam. how are they doing that I don't know. Going on? I don't know how what they're the allowed cheats? to sell it legally, Binary. but uh, they're they're getting sued right now by Blizzard. Is that really illegal though? To cheat in an online game? To create a program that allows you to hack it's into just another like, game? Uh, it's just like, like <laughs> the thing in Play Online where we're not supposed to have that window or mode. Yeah. yeah, it's a mod. It's a mod to the game, so it's not it's not allowed. <sighs> it might not be allowed on their servers, but that does does. I want to so, know yeah. what the legalities are. No, like, if you think about it, if they're doing land local area matches with it, then yeah, I guess it's more legal. But if you're going online and using your cheats against other people who just paid for the full version of the game, I think that they're creating an, a disadvantage and they're breaking the rules of their game. I think you can have a Toyota car and someone can like mess with the steering wheel and make it so that you can steer it in the back seat. And I don't think Toyota should sue you for that. No, that's a little bit different. No, though. but you'd get pulled over. That's not that ruining shit, everyone else's experience. Whereas cheating in a well, game online is. Yeah. And there isn't there with software. There's a user agreement. Yeah, that shit says no to that. And you, and say, you agree well, to then that. That's a user problem. I don't know if it's another programmer's problem. If they're not specifically messing with Blizzard themselves. Oh, we'll just have to see how this court case goes. I mean, they'd have to... Well, uh, it might be... I don't know what it, exactly the program is. I just know that some company made a program that allows you to cheat in Overwatch, and they're selling it. So, and I think that's the problem, is that they're... That they're selling. They're, they're yeah. making money off of something that's screwing Blizzard over. And it's screwing over the players. It's, yeah. it's a content that Blizzard owns, and they're messing with it, and messing with the balance system that they so strongly... That's just like someone cheating on League of Legends. Too. If someone yeah, were but modding they, the yeah, game. Yeah, but no one sues them for cheating. They just... Uh, they kick hey, people, up. I think people, some no, people no. have if it's people like get banned certain forever. level of severity. Yeah. People get banned forever. I understand that, but they're just banned. It's not illegal banning. It's a banning because it's their product. Like right, but the but creating now, but of the they software. Can find, yeah, but now they can find and get a hold of these people who are creating cheats for their game. I have a hard time seeing what they're suing over. Like, what is the actual crime? They're making money on a mod, is what it is. But is it a separate program that affects other programs? Yeah, is it that affects really, everyone's program is if that they're really, playing with it. I... I yeah, software law confuses me because that doesn't seem like something that's actually... It's just like the copyright stuff where I can something. copy my CDs a million times, but the moment I moment I sell it, it's illegal. It's not the same because they're not giving you Overwatch. They're giving you something that affects Overwatch. They're giving you a CD player that you're paying for. But see, the thing, it's this thing is where your right to free speech ends where someone else's freedom begins. And so you buy, you have the right to buy this software. You have the right to, to keep it. But as soon as you use it, it starts affecting other people's experience of the game. You are out of your rights. Yeah, it becomes problematic. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know if they'll win that <laughs> suit. Uh, unless there's some weird law out there, some software thing that this somehow is affecting. Uh, if they're not giving out Overwatch stuff, uh, the only thing that I would assume that Blizzard can do in this situation is just boot the players using it. Yeah, I would do that for the get-go. It wouldn't yeah, be... boot the players who are cheating, number one. But number two, if you can find the person who's selling I the mean, cheats... Unless they're like... Unless monetizing, they're them, monetizing the basically the virus that's destroying your game. 
Yeah, it ruins the community. It yeah. can uproot the whole thing. Well, yeah. that does, that's why league is. So I don't toxic. know if that's an, a legal thing that you can mess with, though. Um, another thing on that. Now I know I don't have all the detail. They could be suing something. They could be suing that program for yeah. different things to uh, get rid of it. Yeah. So maybe they use like their logo or something, and they're going to sue them for that <laughs> to get rid of to that. Bankrupt it to stop the program. Yeah, they could be doing that. It could be something yeah, like something. that. Hopefully, it destroys it because that's fucked up. All right. Yeah. And then the other bit of news is a bit of a two-parter. So one is that uh, the director for Diablo three has left Blizzard. Oh. Dun yeah. dun dun. And uh, I haven't played it. <laughs> the other part of that is that uh, Blizzard is now looking for uh, some people to hire for a new Diablo project. So, uh, new oh Diablo is uh, on the horizon. Get your resumes in order. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, game designers. <laughs> uh, who happen to listen project to Project managers, too. I, yeah. could, I could write a Diablo story, I bet. Yeah. I'd have to know what happens at the end of three first. Diablo but. comes back again. Yes. Dun, dun. Better, faster, and more bullshit than before. <laughs> there it is, right there. Get yeah. Kane oh. to come back. Yeah, yeah, that guy wasn't one of the. I know there were like four people behind the original, and none of them showed up for Diablo 3. Um, and so that guy is obviously pretty central. Whoever that guy is, he didn't say his name. He's probably pretty central to the project. And now it's like, you know, we got our dick in our hands again. Um, <laughs> That's all right. We'll another, see if they can pull well, it off. Diablo 3 was great. I can't in another nine years, uh, we'll have four. It's not yeah. a big deal. I've accepted yeah. it. That seems Every generation right uh, gets a new Diablo. It's, yeah. Yeah. And so the last bit of news that I have is that uh, Pokemon Go, that mobile app game thing where you're allowed to play Pokemon in like a VR type thing with your phone, okay. uh, is now available to certain people. So there's so people they're walking out of, around. They're out of beta, but it is... Uh, I checked the... Is this the one where you can like go anywhere in the world and if someone else is playing, like there's just Pokemon yeah. in random spots? Yes. Yeah. That's a cool idea, wow. I think. Yeah, the global thing, yeah. And uh, it's apparently available right now. I tried to get it on the, on the store for here, but it said it wasn't available in our country, so they probably haven't uh, updated it for us yet. Okay. So. All right. But it is apparently out for some Are you countries. excited for that shit? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I am. Nice. I want to play some Pokemon Go. Are you going to Pokemon Go outside sometimes? Yeah. <laughs> for some fucking Pokemon. There's <laughs> a Joe pun. And, uh, <laughs> and, something, and something special for Joe. I think it only has the first 150 Pokemon. Oh, so it's a real Pokemon game. Okay, cool. Not the plank with a Look, wooden well, nail it in said it. There were only 151 Pokemon, right? It said that. The show, or I'm assuming the game, said there's only 150 Pokemon. And then suddenly they're like, mm. well, they discovered the suddenly, Amazon rainforest. They were discovered in this world. <laughs> Amazon rainforest. And I call bullshit. That's where they that, were. And I can't memorize past 151. I used to have like most of those Pokemon fucking memorized too when I was yeah. a kid, and I wa- I was a big fan of the uh, the show, which is a uh, if you watch it now, it's actually a pretty fucking terrible show. So, yeah, uh, it's yeah. fucking awful. So. I didn't even like it then. I was like, I'm gonna I remember the game. racing home, racing Hipster, racing Caleb. from the uh, from the bus stop to home so I could watch the new episode. Mm-hmm. I read the books though; those were cool. 
Yeah, the manga's got sweet. Like, there's some dark shit in there. Yeah. Like, people die. Pokemon die. Like, they have intense fights. Wait, which Pokemon books? Because there's Pokemon books that are comic books, like he's talking about. And there's Pokemon books based on the episodes that were just, like, little tiny, no- like, kid novellas. I read both. I didn't mind okay. the novellas. Kid novellas. <laughs> At least I didn't have to watch it. It's better in, like, flat format <laughs> with just the dialogue that's important. I don't know. What? I don't like the fucking show. It sucks. That's what oh I'm man! And I was there for that original Pokemon movie where they gave oh, you yeah. the freaking Pokeballs yeah. and the golden yeah. card. The gold, yeah, yeah, my gold oh, Pikachu. I loved it. I saw that in theaters a couple times. Yeah, I got that uh, that Mew, the the crazy Egyptian. Mew yeah, I think card. I got yeah. the Mew as well. Yeah, that was sweet. Nah, that's the one I got. I liked collecting those things more <laughs> than I liked playing with them. Honestly. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, one last thing before we we finish up here. Now, our next review is going to be the Double Dragon movie review. We've already ordered yeah. the very expensive and rare DVD, and the, there we will have a contest with iTunes reviews uh, to be able to finish that up. Now, I don't think we got any iTunes reviews this week. Um, as far as I know, if you put an iTunes review out and we just didn't get it in time, you know, we'll see it next time. Remember, we are recording this on Tuesday, so yeah. don't beat us up Tuesday. for not getting yeah. So, guys, put in your iTunes reviews. Make them fancy. Make them good. They, they got to be mm, scrumptious reviews yeah. for us to decide who gets our signed Double Dragon DVD. And this is a hard fucking movie to get a hold of. Yeah. How uh, much so did you keep have to that spend on that? $30 for a Ooh. used DVD. A used DVD? Yeah. Holy shit. Yes. Yeah, this that is, is quite a the lot. prize, guys. I'm not going to read the synopsis on. I'm not going to look at the Rotten Tomatoes. I'm just going in this. No. I'm just going in at raw. Dude, dude I, I used to watch like the old cartoon Double Dragon show. Yeah. I, it's not anything <laughs> like that. It's so bad. <laughs> so we're excited for Double Dragon. After Double Dragon, it will be it will be it's our quadruple review. That. Last time we did uh, we did Far Cry Primal. This time we're doing Doom 2016. Yeah. Doom Hell 2016. Yeah. A little bit after the uh, original Doom review. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and then compare those. Then what what game are we doing after that? What's the next game, Caleb's? Six weeks away. What are we? Caleb's? What are we playing? I'm Caleb? sorry. You count as two one. people since you have to have uh, two tickets on a plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, fuck sorry, you. I was fucked up. Uh, yeah, was, it was. was dick. Yeah. Look, man, the airlines Asshole. make the rules. I just enforce them. <laughs> <laughs> you enforce them. <laughs> I, I do on the show. <laughs> I hope you get anal cavity searched, man. When we go, <laughs> I'll, I'll grow out the beard. Jet fuel can't carry Caleb. <laughs> yeah. So uh, our nominees. For you guys to go on our site, nudeclaim.net or ultimafinalfantasy.com temporarily. Site's being worked on, but it'll be on that site for now. Uh, the nominations from Cameron. Cameron, what are you nominating? I'm nominating Wolfenstein Old Blood, the Why? newest iteration of Wolfenstein, because I've always wanted to play it. Okay, and then? And then I am also nominating the PlayStation 2 game, black Blood. it's also on xbox just so you know okay i don't have a two version <laughs> you have a 360 don't you i don't know if it is, how when is are all 360s backwards compatible uh, yours no. is okay. you were able to play fable not all of them are they no I, I played the remastered xbox 360 version of fable no you didn't 
I'll have to look at it. You did not. It is <laughs> the Xbox One. I don't think all of the you, games you are. the original right. Xbox One. We'll check. We'll find out. <laughs> all right. So two shooters. Cameron's going to nominate a shooter every fucking time. And then our audience is going to be like, I don't like shooters. Well, Grow up. They're <laughs> games. They revolutionize stuff. Come on, the original Doom, the original Doom. Forgot about that revolutionary Wolfenstein old blood. Yeah. (laughs) Just a game I've wanted to play. Change the face of humanity, really. Yeah, Doom's more unique than most shooters. Uh, Caleb, what are your nominations? My nominations are Castlevania, Symphony of the Night. If that one wins, I am going to drown someone. (laughs) And Fury, dude. I'm going to tell you, it's probably going to win. I know it's probably going to win because this, this, the the fan base right now are mostly from Ultima and they're the ones who don't like shooters. (laughs) They're the ones who like these long drawn out, overly complicated you wanted to play metroid this is it <laughs> castlevania is a lot like metroid i know <laughs> i wanted to play the original metroid too that's another thing i wanted to do yeah that's not a nominee symphony of the night <laughs> is sweet though. so we got symphony of the night and fury f-u-r-i what is fury so fury is one of the new uh playstation plus games <laughs> that just came out um it joke. dropped this uh today actually um, so yeah, I looked at it. It looked kind of interesting. Thought I'd try it out. Is it a shooter? Or what is it? It's kind of like a, an over the top, like, so you top down kind of shooter. Uh, you play as like a dude who has like a sword then you kind of like can reflect stuff and then you can shoot back at dudes. It's oh. like an interesting looking game. Okay, it's really right. stylized. All right. So once again, the nominations are Wolfenstein, Old Blood, Black, Castlevania, Symphony of the Night, and Fury. You guys have one week to vote and uh, make sure you guys check out this episode. This episode is going to be called destroy all humans review. You'll go into there. The poll will be on that post and you can vote there. Uh, on top of that, guys, make sure you to give me your, to count up your super hog points and your hog status points. And, uh, we will once again, account up kind of like where everybody is, uh, before July. If you haven't counted up your points yet, you got a whole month to do so for, uh, you got before August 1st, you gotta, you gotta bring those into me and you give them to me hogs, uh, hashtag hog status and hashtag may the list go on. You might as well do hashtag July. That would also help out a lot if you have right. enough room to do that third hashtag uh okay guys uh you facebook.com slash nude clan podcast it's news spelled <laughs> n-e-w-d uh twitch.tv slash nude clan gaming uh you can also give us nude clan gaming at gmail.com you can give us an email there NudeClan.net is uh gonna take you over to ultima final fantasy.com temporarily and we're gonna be working on that soon uh you can tweet me at joseph de me at Obsidian Bar. Me at New Clan Cam. Me at UFF Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen. We're Enjoy gonna, the news. We're going to go on a hike. We'll see you next week. Do you want to do that again, Caleb? Nope. Craig? It's already done. <laughs> All right. May the list go on. Live always in the nude. Fuck off. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah!